Dan. <laughs> Dan. Uh, how's it feel to know that me and Chris just play musical chairs here every week <laughs> and the song stops and one of us is here and you don't know which one it is. Right. I think I'm going to be named permanent host of this program and you guys will just be rotating guest hosts. It's just going to be Jeopardy, basically, for the two of you <laughs> just popping in. I, I was so devastated, devastated when my streak came to an end at 66 episodes without missing one and then <laughs> having to start a new one. But I already had the longest streak again at like four. So <laughs> we're on the path. <laughs> Dude, it's so ridiculous. I don't even know why. It's just Wednesdays. I don't know what it is with Wednesdays and my schedule, non-schedule is Wednesdays. I have no yeah. idea why, but it's not every Wednesday because obviously I'm right here. I could have started doing the brunch breakdown at like 11 a.m. this morning and just kept going for five <laughs> hours. But like, I don't know what it is. Wednesdays. Yeah. Wednesday is a tricky day. We try to pick a safe middle of the week day, right? Yeah. For everybody, for, for all three of us. And for some reason that just... Pops off from time to time for you this week for Chris. Just Wednesdays, not not your day sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, Chris is recovering from the Western Michigan flu. Get uh, get well. <laughs> it, it it passed you. You got the Western you got the Western Michigan vaccination. I guess you got I it. did. I did. I got it beforehand because I knew uh, I know what Mac opponents can do. I've <laughs> I've been down that road and I've seen it. You know, you know, in the you know firsthand many many times. So I got to just be safe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. First question have to ask you um what were you doing 10 years ago 10 years ago september 29th have you like thought about what you were doing 10 years ago holy cow so that would have been 2011 um i was actually i had just moved to north carolina i had within weeks actually of of this just moved to north carolina for uh, a job uh, down there, leaving my position at Kent State University, being around a you know on a college campus, even after graduating and picking up, changing my life and making the the the, the big move, quote unquote, yeah. down to North Carolina and getting adjusted down there. So, yeah, that's ten years ago, almost exactly. Okay. See, the reason I bring this up is because I, you know, the app time hop always takes you back. And there was just like a ridiculous tweet about being out that I, that was like, that I had retweeted of a friend's and I'm not going to say who it was. And I was like, man, 10 years ago feels like a long time, but at some, it kind of feels like longer. I feel like I've turned into like, I've been six different people since <laughs> September of 2011. Like right. I was still doing radio for free in 2011. I'm not doing anything for free now. <laughs> like that feels like for, it, it, honestly, it feels like 10 years is like, whoa, that was a long time. But also like, if you told me that was 20 years ago, I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's, that sounds about right. You're, you're right. I'm with you there. And Time Hop has been absolutely on fire <laughs> lately, by the way, <laughs> for me. <laughs> I know it has uh, a lot of memories that you're involved with, but yeah. Um, yeah, it, 10 years, there's been so many different segments within that 10-year period where it doesn't seem that like, like that long, but it felt like I lived three to four different lives and personalities during that, that time frame, during that period. So it's kind of wild to, to think about. You think 10 years, uh, whatever, but oh boy, have I... Uh, have I certainly changed as a human being <laughs> in that amount of time? That's for sure. Like, just think about the stuff that's like in our lives that wasn't like in 2011, you couldn't have told me that I would be living here. 
you could like Coachella is now like a part of our full vocabulary. It is now something that we just go do the same way anyone talks about like Ocean City or whatever beach is near you. It's like Coachella is happening. That wasn't in my what 2011. That seemed like something that happened in outer space (laughs) before. And now it's like I just it's so weird to think like stuff that I was never even on my radar in 2011. Yeah, things we experienced, decisions we'd make, you know, yeah. different jobs that we've been through have been a whirlwind since then. There's really been no straight and narrow path, uh, certainly no guide <laughs> <laughs> to get to this point to what and what priorities were. It's like, you know, where what are we going priorities? out on the south side uh, versus now we can't go to the south side or we'll die. Um, priorities, man, changes. <laughs> Is it really that bad? Yeah, because I see people tweet about it, but I don't. But it's always like people our age, so I don't know if it's like over exaggerating <laughs> what's happening. But like, I heard it's bad. It is bad, man. Yeah, we don't we don't go down the, if we're out of there by nine p.m. If we're down there oh, for Jesus. anything, for like, because there's some good restaurants and stuff like down there still. Nine p.m. because they have strong police presence. They have big uh, lights that they put and light up on the street. They got rid of like street parking down there. It's yeah. And you know, in terms of safety, there's been too many incidents, uh, within the past couple of years that, yeah, the bad news is that they're bleeding into all the, all these people are leaving and coming to the areas now that our age people hang out in and thought, Oh good. We're getting away from that college crowd. Now they're bleeding into those areas and it's becoming like South side two and three. And it's kind of a mess right now. Oh man. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Man. <laughs> well, guess what? Let's start the brunch breakdown. What's <laughs> up? It's Didi out here in LA. Dan is in Pittsburgh. Chris is not feeling well, so he will not be here for the brunch breakdown. But today we've got a bunch of awesome topics. We're going to be talking the Folgers jingle. Might be getting a change or it might be getting sold. We're going to talk all about that here very soon. Uh, we got National Coffee Day talk. Jesse Palmer is now the host of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So we're going to talk about which reality show we would like to be the host of. And uh, Eminem, he has a restaurant. It's called Mom's Spaghetti. We're going to talk about that. And, you know, maybe some lyrics that need their own restaurants. But let's get it started on the brunch breakdown like we always do with Dan letting us know how you can find the brunch breakdown, which is literally everywhere now. I can't keep up. Literally everywhere. Uh, We don't need to sit here and list it new (laughs) each and every week. But if you're new to the program, find us anywhere. Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, everywhere you can find audio podcasts. We're coming at you new every Thursday morning. Make sure you just hit subscribe or hit follow wherever that is. Make it easy for you. You don't have to find the episode. You don't have to find the link. You don't have to wait for us. It'll be to you first thing in the morning. Of course, the full video episodes also available on Thursday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on our YouTube and our Facebook pages is when those premiere and they're on demand for any time that you'd like to watch those as well uh speaking of social media and facebook you can find us on basically all of those as well at brunch breakdown also on twitter instagram triller tiktok and don't forget sounds of brunch playlist new on spotify every friday talk about all the new music that we've got at the end of the episode here you can find that playlist all in one place just search for sounds of brunch on spotify nice and the playlist last week pretty good broods yeah, right? Yeah. You I was remember not ready. Broods from oh, speaking yeah. of Coachella. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I was not ready. And produced by Carly Rae Jepsen. I was like, wait, yeah, I got to listen to Sounds of Brunch like right away. So yeah, I was, <laughs> I didn't back, know baby. that. Yeah, yeah I did not know that. that. All right, well, let's uh, crack open some cold ones because it is now Brews Day on the Brunch Breakdown. Send us your brews too if you guys listen to Brunch Breakdown. A lot of you guys hit us up on Twitter and everything talking about the beers. Let us know which beers you're sipping on as well at Brunch Breakdown. All right, today I've got Passing Haze IPA from my friends at Ballast Point, which is, I just love Ballast Point. It's so good. Everything they do is great. And I hadn't had the, the Passing Haze. I always get the Sculpin. Talked about that several times, uh, whether it's grapefruit or pineapple. But I'm going to go with the Passing Haze today. And I, and I really like this beer too. There's really nothing. I don't think there's anything from Ballast Point that I haven't tried. Yeah, because wow. I just I love Ballast Point. I just big love fan. it. Yeah, big fan. And you can get Ballast Point pretty much everywhere. And just depending on what you're trying to get, you can get Ballast Point products anywhere. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm sipping on. And this is just a really good hazy IPA. Check it out. And I'm drinking it from the can this week. Yeah, look at you. I love it. <laughs> Pounding it. <laughs> what are you sipping it. on, Dan? Uh, Well, for me this week, we have, if anybody caught our episode last week, it was... It was almost on purpose that you weren't there, Didi. We know you had other things going on, but we kind of took advantage of it and made it all about fall. Chris and I did. Um, so you're welcome, oh, first of I, all. Yeah, I know. And as you saw my post on Instagram, I was like, I hate fall. That's why I'm not here. Yes, yeah. <laughs> for sure. But with fall become comes fall beers. And yes, specifically for me, we're talking pumpkin beers and I've got my first pumpkin beer here today. Not my first I've had this season. As you know, I've probably, I've been in that pool for a little while. It's warm. Come on in. It's lukewarm. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but I've got a wonderful one, probably one of my all time favorite pumpkin beers coming from the good people at Cinderland's. Uh, they have a star crumb series, which is typically based around pies or desserts where you kind of get a graham cracker involved, a graham cracker type of flavor involved with it. But this is a tart shake. They call it tart shake IPA. Um, and this is star crumb pumpkin pie. And actually you've got pumpkin just glowing all over this amazingly beautiful can. Really nice. Like so we've got pumpkin puree, baking spices, graham cracker, milk sugar and vanilla beans in this bad boy. And it does, it gives you a wonderful kind of pumpkin pie flavor stuff with pumpkin beers. They're, they're certainly not all the same and they're not all trying to be the same. Some are really focused on the pumpkin flavor. Some are trying to get you to taste, make it taste like pumpkin pie. Uh, some are a little sweeter than others. Some are trying to be a little bit more in the uh, Oktoberfest realm where it's more of just that, cinnamon type of spice uh that you get as well malty uh but this one this is pumpkin pie in a can and it's absolutely delicious from cinderlands the star from pumpkin pie nice i just got some uh pumpkin spice dunkin donuts coffee because the wife loves mm. it and i'm like i mean it's good it is good I'm starting yes. to, I'm, I'm getting, I don't know, Get man. In. I don't know what's happening. But Get in. It started with the apple it might be your for fault. you. <laughs> <laughs> Coming into fall. We're ready for you. God. Well, Dan, cheers. It's a bruise cheers. day for this week. Another great bruise day. 
All right. Well, Dan, you get us started, man. Uh, get off, get it off your chest. We take off random, we take random topics, get them off our chest. Dan, you go for it. Well, this is certainly random indeed and perfectly segueing from fall, fall beers, pumpkin beers, things like that. Obviously, we're in the fall season right now and we're a couple of weeks into the NFL season, a couple of weeks into the college football season. And at this time last year, we had nothing else to do except sit at home and watch football. <laughs> and it was great, right? We couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't do anything. I don't even remember what wave we were going through. It was just weird, it was right? The, it's all starting to NBA, blend together. Was the NBA Finals happening like this week? Or maybe they were over this. I, I can't remember. I <laughs> this is around that time when the, you know, when the Lakers won their silent championship. Yes, you're yeah. right. You're right. The Stanley <laughs> Cup final was wrapping up. The NBA yeah. finals was wrapping up as well. So there was just a lot of great TV to watch. And so it made staying at home kind of easy. Well, fast forward one year later, and here we are. Naturally, we're not fully back to normal, but there's a lot more to do now. And I can't tell if there are more things to do than ever before, or I'm just trying to say yes to as many fall activities because I missed a full year of fall activities. And it's very difficult, and I feel very overwhelmed <laughs> with my schedule of events every weekend. Weekends don't feel like weekends anymore. <laughs> it's just like we have things to do. We have places to go. We have people to see. Um, like there's fall festivals, right? Yeah. You're trying to keep stuff outside. We're trying to – this is really it for the year, so trying to be safe. And also trying to be outside while the weather's still nice. Um, I mentioned watching football games. That's still part of the regular weekend schedule. But now going to football games is all of a sudden included in that again. Um, the hockey season is starting soon. The NBA season is starting soon. Um, certainly don't care about baseball at this point. So fortunately, we don't have to worry about that on the fall schedule. Um, but things like Oktoberfests, which are have been going on for a couple of weeks in places that are still doing. There is a new thing here called the three rivers beer week happening in Pittsburgh. You're familiar with the city, uh, uh, you know, with the rivers, the three rivers that we have here. So it's three rivers beer week coming up next week. There's going to be a lot of brewery activities going on there. And you know, that tickles my fancy. Uh, I talked to you about birthdays last week on the podcast, a number of birthdays in the fall going away parties, slaw, you son of a bitch have to worry about that too. So I just don't think I was fully prepared for life back into the fast lane and things to do. That just seems like there's so much to do. And I, I, I can't tell if places are just going nuts because they can do things again and it's fall and we missed all the fall activities before, or literally that one year away shook me so much where I'm still like trying to catch my breath on just go, 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 go after being at home for an entire year. So I love fall. I love the fall activities. The fall festivals are the best in my opinion, but oh boy, I just, I wasn't ready for it. I just wasn't mentally ready for it. I hear you, man. It does feel like that, but then it's like, oh wait, all these things are supposed to happen. But then you add in like, especially here and on other places in the country too, you add in all these things that were supposed to happen in the summer that they're now throwing into 
September, October, and a lot of music festivals, a lot of, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of food festivals and stuff that were supposed to happen in the summer. That's when all that stuff happens are now like, no, we can fit this in in September. We can fit this in in October. (laughs) And it just, it's like, holy shit. It's like, how many tickets do you need to buy for all this stuff? It's like, I mean, because there's a lot going on right now and it's kind of hard to choose. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, you're right. All that summer stuff that has been pushed back and bleeding into fall too. It's difficult to choose because I just feel like I, I hate saying no to stuff anymore after yeah. missing out on it for a full year. Uh, but you know, when winter comes along, maybe it'll be a, a little bit better of a, of a balance. Cause I'm, I'm having a lot of fun, but I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and speaking of going away parties. All right. How many times does someone have to go away and come back before you're just like, we're not giving you a going away party again. We'll see you for the next one. At what point do you just have to cut it off? Cause like, this is like <laughs> going away party number five for sloth. Like, yes. yeah. Yeah. Like shouts to you guys for, you know, being his friend and doing it. But like, I'm just like, why? No, you're, and it's funny. We've talked about time hop to open the show. It <laughs> came up in my time hop not that long ago. His first, I think, farewell party. <laughs> Goodbye, Sleezus. Round one just came up and here we go again. Having another, you're right. I think- one is appropriate. Two, you start to question. Three, like no, forget. You just we'll. You, you're out of here. You're gone. <laughs> sloth. Shouts to sloth. Moving to DC. Oh boys. All right. Well, um, I gotta get this random thing completely off off my chest, guys. Um. All right. So the Emmys were a couple weeks ago, right? And I yes. saw a lot of people who are anti-vaccinations or just hesitant on getting vaccines or mad because they have to wear masks right and so there's this meme going around that showed like the emmys the the celebrities at the emmys with no masks on and then all the people that were working with masks on okay i wish people would reach out to me I'm person who's on sets literally like three or four times a week right i'm on sets all the time This is how it works. The Emmys was literally just your favorite TV show filming. Just, it was the Emmys this year. There's no random people there. Everybody there's like tested. Everybody there's vaccinated, all these things. And the people who don't have to speak have masks on. That's how it is. Your favorite director of your favorite show on Netflix has a mask on the whole time. While while people around him, while people who are talking on camera have don't have a mask on so like the emmys was just like that so i just want to tell people you are dumb (laughs) you don't have to share a meme just because you think it looks it looks smart but really it's not doesn't make you look smart you just look dumb because like you don't know what you're talking about and i wish more people would just reach out to their friend who knows what they're talking about whenever they don't know what the hell they're talking about because a lot of people make themselves look stupid guys these memes they're made to make you look dumb. A lot of them. 99% of memes are made to make you look dumb. Don't be dumb. That's all. Get that off my chest. I love that. And especially shared by people that probably didn't watch a second of it and just Dude. saw the headline and saw the meme and thought they should share because they thought what was going on was was wrong, but have no information whatsoever 
on top of not actually watching the program. (laughs) You know, another thing that annoys me too with that, it's like, there's so much of a, oh my God, these celebrities, oh my God, these people, blah, blah, Hollywood. And I'm like, who the hell has kept you entertained throughout this entire pandemic? Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're watching a documentary, you know where that documentary is made? Here. Like, you know where where your favorite TV show is filmed? Here. You know where your favorite movie is filmed? Probably here. Like, it's all coming through here one way or another. And I'm like, just shut up. Like, yes. if you if you are honestly somebody who is like, I hate Hollywood so much, I hate celebrity so much that you sit at home and you have you have no TV, you have nothing, then fine. You can talk all you want. Rip it all you want. But if you sit there and watch TV for a second, a second, you just watch Jeopardy at night. You know where Jeopardy's filmed? Here. <laughs> yeah. And it's hosted by a child actress. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's also my child star. <laughs> so please save it. You all sound stupid. So stupid. Oh, that's so, that's so amazing. And you're right that <laughs> you're absolutely right. in every point you made, it just had me thinking though, when we were stuck at home and quarantined at home for such a long time or whatever, everybody was watching all those things and streaming all those things. Can you imagine if this had happened Let's go back 10 years again, sure. 10 years ago when there was, you know, Netflix was DVDs in the mail. There's yeah. virtually no streaming. You didn't have as many stations on cable. They wouldn't have had the technology to bring you m- movies that are hitting the movie theater and stream them to your home instead. And you wouldn't be able to go to the movie theater. What would you all be watching then? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank so you. be thankful for those people that, that is... kept working when they could to get you that content to get us through the past year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell we would have done. And we talked about this Ooh. on this podcast before. It's like, yeah, if the pandemic happened 10 years ago, yeah, 2011, back to that. What the? <laughs> right. No, I, I have no idea. Ooh. No idea. Like, there yeah. were, like, because was like Spotify wasn't around the way that it is now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Apple Music didn't exist. Title didn't exist. None of these things. Like, what the hell? You've been spending a lot of money buying buying albums, even online, buying yeah. DVDs, buying things is what we would have had to have done. It could have been a lot worse. Oh, man. <laughs> just 10 years ago. <laughs> now I just thought about how, like, a big missed opportunity from the pandemic during that time would have, like, you know how many Columbia house like CDs we would have bought like the 20 for like one cent or whatever it was, <laughs> dude, they would have made a huge comeback with a pandemic in 2011. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Blockbuster. Blockbuster maybe I had a chance. <laughs> dude, Blockbuster would not be there. Would, Cause there's only like one left in the whole country yeah. now or something, but yeah. And I don't, and I still don't even get that really how there's, there's a great documentary on it on Netflix. Speaking of Netflix. Wait, wait there is. Yes, it's called The Last Blockbuster. Oh, God. It's Writing really, it's really good. All right. It's really good. Check that Writing out. Writing this down. Yeah. We might have to make that something that we end up watching the on here. Speaking of which, to get it out of, get it off my chest, Halloween Town, we are watching it. The people yeah. have spoken. <laughs> the people have spoken. This movie, we have not seen. All three of us have no idea. I've barely heard of the movie, but it's on yeah. every single Halloween list. And anytime I mention it on Twitter, I mention it to friends. They lose their mind because they're like, you haven't seen Halloween Town? I'm like, no. So we're going to watch it. 
and we're gonna, gonna have it. Movie. Yeah, that's that's gonna be our movie. There's a lot of Halloween movies. Unfortunately, I've seen most of them. <laughs> Every time you guys brought up a suggestion, I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. seen it, seen it, and the sequel. Uh, but no, <laughs> this one you're right. Heard about it. A lot of people have seen it. For some reason, the three of us have not. So that's gonna be our our movie we haven't seen. That's right. And we'll recap it here. Perfect in time for Halloween. Yeah, and it's gonna be very easy to find because the free form, the however many days of till Halloween thing has Halloween Town playing like thirty times. Yeah, so. <laughs> there'll be no Take trouble time. finding it. <laughs> None, no trouble. <laughs> well, let's get into the main course. Uh, Dan Eminem opened a restaurant that is full, just has brunch breakdown written all over it. Mom Spaghetti in detroit <laughs> the lyric from the famous lyric from song from eight mile lose yourself um yeah mom spaghetti when you saw this what was what went through your mind i was so jealous and excited <laughs> i needed to find out more and putting it on my if i ever visit visit detroit that's number one on my list um but the first after reading this story the first uh, the i guess the second thing that stuck out to me is there was a pop-up at Coachella in 2018, and we had no idea. Hold, wait. Yeah, see, you didn't even see that. Yeah. There was a month, because this started off as a no pop-up way. restaurant in Detroit in 2017, right? And then they brought it to Coachella and Firefly, which Eminem headlined both in 2018 as a pop-up at both of those festivals. We were there and had no idea and completely completely missed out on it so that's where i went from like jealousy to anger that we missed it now i'm furious how the <laughs> hell did we what the hell were we where what i have so many questions yeah where was it how did we not know about this i i, I don't know. know what to do with myself right now how did we miss was, this yeah that was the week that was it was the me and you yeah it was, just it was us just two. two of us and that was one of the best lineups. So we were everywhere. So I don't know how. I don't know how we didn't even hear about it, let alone find it. But yep, Coachella and Firefly both had mom's spaghetti on site and we missed out. I, wow. That'd be that a nice was... change up from that pizza we basically have every night, you know, <laughs> have some mom's spaghetti instead. This is spicy pie. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Anybody who goes to Coachella listening, spicy pie. Spicy you know pie. what it is. You're not waiting in line 30 minutes for chicken chick, chicken yeah. tenders. You know, we're going for the spicy pie. <laughs> it's literally the safest thing because yeah. every year Coachella is like, we've got this like crazy thing that we've got. I was like, no one's eating like, no, I'm not going to the bathroom bathroom. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I'm going to eat the spicy pie. I know what that does to my stomach. We're good. We're but like they, yeah. every year they like plug all this like insane stuff that they've got. And I'm like, uh, I'm not, no, not, not for this. Not nah, for this. <laughs> not for this. No, no. But mom's spaghetti would have been one where I'd have been on board for. I'm upset. That sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry to take the wind out of the sails for this, <laughs> for this story. I oh. thought you knew that. <laughs> I did not know that. I must have missed that in my reading of the story. I can't. Yeah. Wow. That was Baychella, right? Yeah, that was Beyonce. Yeah, that year too. That's man, the weekend Beyonce and Eminem. Man, good times. Twenty eighteen. Look it up at the poster. Yeah, that was a great, great, great year. Mom Spaghetti. Yeah, so Mom Spaghetti opening what? Uh, in their permanent location 
in Detroit. If you haven't seen the 1980s style commercial that's airing <laughs> in Detroit on television, please do yourself a favor and get to Twitter uh, or Google and find it because it's incredible. <laughs> Well, speaking of this mom spaghetti, which is a restaurant that should have, I mean, eight miles, 20 years old this year, right? Oh my gosh. So this should have happened at least 10 years ago. Like yeah. this mom spaghetti restaurant. I think this could have been a chain by the now. If I mean, it we've got 10 years ago. great simple selections. Mom spaghetti, $9. Yeah. Mom spaghetti with meatballs, $12 and <laughs> a quote unquote sketty sandwich for $11. And I was talking about this with, with Shannon. She was like, $9 for a plate of spaghetti. I was like, yeah. She's like, that's a lot. I'm like, it's $12 at Olive Garden. <laughs> so no, it's not. It's not. And they're using house-made scratch sauce. So I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Anything with Eminem's name on it, I'm definitely taking it. But $9, come on, anytime, anytime. Well, have you thought of any other songs that need their own restaurants or their own establishment of some sort. Uh, of course, the Lady Marmalade Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all love that song from uh, yes. the movie Musical Chicago. Um, it could be a burlesque style cafe if you really want to spice things up a little bit, maybe at night. There's actually, yes, that's it. That's it. Because there's a place like this that actually just opened in Pittsburgh. It's like a coffee shop during the day and then it turns into this like edgier cocktail lounge at night that's sweet uh which i like a lot so we just take that and spice it up a little bit and you know it becomes you know burlesque and lady marmalade cafe turned up at night so yeah that was the first that was the first one that came to mind (laughs) well uh speaking of this guys (sighs) wrap snacks Migos have their what? own chips. Yes. I've had these for a couple of weeks. So I missed the podcast last week and I'm so mad I missed it. But guys, but this mom spaghetti thing fits right in here with this. Yes, Rat Snacks. Apparently, Master P owns this company and a bunch of different rappers. And I guess it changes from time to time. Right now, you can buy like Cardi B chips. You can buy a little baby chips and some others. But uh, Migos, sour cream with a dab of ranch chips Ooh. Ooh. oh yeah opening this up as you see the funny thing about this though it's like you see quavo there yeah you see quavo there you see takeoff there but this looks like cam newton this doesn't look like offset <laughs> so i don't know who the artist was that kind of fell asleep at the wheel there but that looks like cam newton. but anyways that's where cam had to go when he you know had to leave and he got tested in the wrong place he was there in place to get his uh they were just using his image and making the artistry for it I was- Sour cream and onion chips. Sour cream with, da- with a dab of ranch. ranch. That's sour cream it. with ranch. It's great. Does it taste like sour cream and onion, or can you get the ranch too? Because I feel like those are kind of... No, I taste the ranch. Just you're so used to saying onion, but sour cream yeah. with a dab of ranch. Migos. Wrap snacks. Good, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah? It's good. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah, that fits in perfectly. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. I had oh, no yeah. idea. I had to throw the sneak attack on you. That was, I wow. mean, yeah, right there. Incredible. Rap snacks Incredible. approved. I can't <laughs> wait to get the Cardi B. There's like, uh, there, she's got like some kind of popcorn. It's got some fun name, but yeah, hmm. I'm on the lookout. Okay. On yeah. the hunt. 
Please do. Please do. That's good. That's way better than the mystery Pop-Tart, which still <laughs> scarred me. Um, I had a, another idea okay. for a, a restaurant keeping along of the cafe. This is maybe more of a dessert place, but actual, the name of the place would be called Actual Cake by the Ocean, where they would actually <laughs> serve cake on the beach there in beautiful, sunny California. Actual Cake by the Ocean. If you know what that song kind of actually means, then you know why you need to throw actual in front of the words there. I like that. I like that. <laughs> actual in parentheses. Cake right. by the ocean. Cake by the ocean. You otherwise, you gotta, otherwise, you got a whole different restaurant. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but a nice bakery dessert place right there, right there on the ocean. I like yeah. it. And speaking of, uh, I was in Target and I heard Levels by Nick Jonas and I thought, write this bad boy down because this needs to be a nightclub levels it just needs to be super Ooh. high up you go to each <laughs> level you just go super high up it's like 72 floors you party i don't know how you get to the 72nd level but we'll we'll work that out when we're doing the business plan but yeah 72 floors levels you just party up levels how far can you get there tonight i love that yeah wow that's yeah. really good. I like that a lot. I mean, the Jonas oh, yeah. Brothers are going to have an empire on their hands. We've got <laughs> Kevin. We got to get Kev, we got to get Kevin a place. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if Kevin could get into levels. Where the could he? You know, would be like, I don't know. Hit you? I mean, we have to find something else for him to do. If we have the levels and the the, the actual cake by the ocean shops, <laughs> they're covered. Um, I have a place that's more of a a bit from the band name. Okay, but the band Bowling for Soup. You clearly have a bowling alley that serves soup. <laughs> it's too good. It's too perfect. They got a bunch of soups there. So you're just, you're bowling for soup. You're bowling with soup. Bowling and soup makes too much sense. Um, <laughs> How's that not open already? Dude, I don't know how that's not open either. Like, come <laughs> on, guys. Like, come on. Like, there's a million restaurants. Like, how is that not a thing? Right. Someone's had to have done that and they turned it down. There's no, there's, <laughs> there's just... They're, They're just, just waiting for the right market or something. That's got to be what it is. They think you put this somewhere up up north where it's, you know, maybe it's you start in Canada where it's cold and they're loving themselves some soup most of the year. But you got a lot of soups there, soup across the board, bowling for soup. Um, Stronger, the gym, Kanye. Ooh. Kanye's gym is just called Stronger. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. In the place, it just says, do it bigger, better, faster, stronger. <laughs> There's just all over the place. The chorus just repeats the whole time. Just repeats the whole too? time. That's all you hear is stronger and just a bunch of different ways. That's the whole gym. You're just at the gym. You're just listening to stronger and a bunch of different possible ways. Maybe there's a country version of stronger that plays at noon yeah. on Wednesdays. I don't know, but stronger. <laughs> needs it just, it just needs to be like Kanye's gym, stronger. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I love that one. <laughs> Um, limb biscuits, unlimpy biscuits. <laughs> I was going to go with unlumpy, but they're limp. So they have to be unlimp, unlimpy biscuits <laughs> from limp biscuit. Fred Durst ain't doing anything else right now. You know, <laughs> if you saw the, uh, uh, Woodstock documentary, you know, he's probably not trending in the positive light right oh. now. So limb biscuits, unlimpy biscuits. My God. The, have we ever talked about that the woodstock doc no we've not talked about that we haven't we haven't i know yeah. i've watched it yeah i've watched it that is a lot <laughs> yeah 
We did. That's a, that's a topic. That's yeah. a topic right there. Yeah. We'll talk about that at some point. I forgot, completely forgot about that, but yeah, that's, whew, man, that was, that's that, a lot there. Yeah. A lot there. We'll talk <laughs> about that in a future episode for sure. Um, the last one I had uh, is there's a cake topper business that needs to be had by Beyonce love on top of your cake. Oh man. Cake topper. That was my first dance song. And I'm like, there's gotta yep. be something there. Oh yeah. Cake topper. Love on top, Beyonce cake toppers. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's oh, yeah. perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> um, I want to give credit for uh to Chris for the one that he had. That's that's my list, but um he went in the city. He loves we have a lot of cafes here. So yeah, the uh the my friends over you emo cafe. He says he's got <laughs> a lot of emos ide- emo ideas there. So the the my friends over you emo cafe that can be right next door to bowling for soup. Yeah. I mean, those work hand in hand. So be in the same place because every like every bowling alley has a cafe next to it or something or something's connected to that building. Yeah, it's got to be right there. And then you can have non-soup items there. You Mm -hmm. know, if you want to get more substance, you go to the my friends over you emo cafe at Bowling for Soup. That's right. Genius. And it's a perfect place to go after you just like, I don't know, bowled a 90. Yeah. Or something. (laughs) And you're just like, got to go over there. Right. right. (laughs) Go to the emo cafe. Amazing. All these ideas are great. You know, cheeseburger in paradise has been around for years. Why is that the only one? There are way (laughs) too many other really good ideas. Seriously. Why is Jimmy Buffett the only one that like (laughs) he's had, they just opened up a, uh, they just opened up a Margaritaville hotel in Palm Springs. Like they're popping up every, there's like four of them now. Cause I remember it was funny when they were like, oh yeah, there's the one in Florida. Now there's like four of them in different places in the country or whatever. Cause I know there's one in the Bahamas, of course. And like, <laughs> there's, there's one in Palm Springs, there's one in Florida, whatever. So yeah. Why is he the only one that gets to do all this? He's set that blueprint out a long time ago. I don't know why. And, and credit to Eminem for finally jumping on board, mm-hmm. but too many missed opportunities. People don't let James Buffet be the only one profiting off of I won't comment on the song, but a song lyric. <laughs> I won't give my take, but I'll just say a song lyric. I almost said something that was maybe going to upset a lot of people. <laughs> it's like Olivia Rodrigo. Like, come on, get your sour hatch kids out or something. I don't know. Ooh, do yeah. something. Get yeah. sour skittle. I don't do something. Yeah. Like a place called good for you, but everything's just really unhealthy. Dude, that's it. <laughs> that's it right there. Good for you. They think they're going to a vegan restaurant, but really it's all just <sighs> right. Trash. Right. Just yeah. Burger like, King. B- like BTS butter. Everything has butter on it. Oh Just God. all made with butter. <laughs> Dude. Like, come on, come on. It's free money. Everybody, <laughs> everyone. It's like Drake. You, it's like Drake has a clothing line, but like none of it is just like really ugly, way too sexy clothes, like clothes <laughs> that you're just like that. You, if you saw that person, you'd be like, wow, that person thinks they're way too sexy. Just ugly clothes. Just come yes. on. Yes. Amazing. Oh man. We could, <laughs> I didn't realize how much fun this was going to be. I'm not going right. to lie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, oh, all good. right. Well, let's get into the next one here. Um, <laughs> Jesse Palmer is the now is the new host of the bachelor and the bachelor at franchise. He has officially hit the lottery and got the easiest hosting job in the world. And um, <laughs> Jesse Palmer, who was on the bachelor and this is why he hosts all the things. Cause he obviously just a really nice guy, I guess. But like, yeah, I, I hate Jesse Palmer. Let's go. Let's but I don't hate this. him. <laughs> it's just that when I see Jesse Palmer, I'm like, man, like me as someone who hosts things, I'm just like, 
that's such an easy job. And he, and every time there's a show on ABC, he gets the hosting job. He's hosting, he hosts that surfing show this summer. Mm-hmm. Like he hosts every kind of dating reality because any kind of dating game show thing, anything they do, he's been host on Good Morning America. They give him the easiest things possible to do. And I cannot believe that this, but I can believe, and it just frustrates <laughs> me because I'm not in competition with Jesse Palmer, but I feel like I am inside <laughs> because man, oh man. He had to get it. And now he can keep that job for as long as he wants. As long as he doesn't decide to go on TV and start talking about, I don't know, how America should be. I don't know. Yeah. Like- right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're right. He's given a lot of easy assignments and gigs. But that aside, do you think he's good as a host? Do you think he does a good job? I, I, I think he's fine. Okay. I, do I think he'll be able to walk in and be like, all right, one last last rose of the night, ladies. <laughs> like, yeah, he'll be able to do that. Good, like, perform the lines that are fed to him. <laughs> yes. Do I think he'll be able to have any kind of like good conversation with whoever the bachelor or bachelorette is? No, not at all. And I don't think they'll make him do that. I literally think they will have him doing the bare minimum and not talking at all. Here's like, why they have to, because he's way too good looking to be the host of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Okay. There are women on that show, whether there's 30 or one. <laughs> Always women on that show. And if you've seen Jesse Palmer, you said he won the lottery with this gig. He won the lottery when he came out of the womb and has all this <laughs> athletic talent and looks like that at the same time. Like, spread some of it out. Spread the wealth out. Come on. No guy should have this much going on for him. It's just not right. So he's going to have all the eyes. There's been some guys on the, uh, the Bachelor or a bunch of guys on The Bachelorette that look fine. Yeah. A- good average-looking gentleman have a good career, whatever it may be. Jesse Palmer is a good looking individual and he's going to have eyes going towards him for for sure. Even as host. Yeah. That is a very good point because there are some bachelors. You're just like, "Mm, I mean, I guess somebody thinks that guy's good looking, you know, whatever. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But like Jesse Palmer is just like a good looking guy. And so once things start going South with them, they're going to be like, Oh, can I talk to Jesse again? Can I talk to Jesse? Just, you know, just to talk to him. Right. You know, right. they start making up reasons to talk to Jesse. That's going to be a story in one of these seasons. Yeah. They feel like he's, he's got the experience. So he knows what it's like. Um, and they, he's, they're telling him all the, the secrets from everything that he hasn't been able to share with anybody else except Jesse Palmer. So this could get spicy and it's interesting, just, but hold on. Is Jesse Palmer married? We have to find this out. I think, I think he might be engaged. I don't know if he's married yet, Is but we need Palmer. to know because that, he there's he would have I feel like he has to be married to agree to this gig Dude. or else we've got he's got a lot on his hands. He is engaged. OK. So, Ooh. I mean, mm. Mm. I think he's engaged to a super, to a model. Surprise. Yes. She, I mean, yeah. Big shock. So he's got shock. that going on for him. Just let you know. Big shock. She's right. super pretty, guys. Just, I don't know if you're shocked about that. But man, Dan Orlovsky has to be super mad. Like other quarterbacks who are on like ESPN and shit trying to be hosts or whatever, they have to be super annoyed because like they're not calling you up to, to Good Morning America. Like they're not no. doing that. No, not calling you up. No. Because like, how can you be that good at things and then that good looking at the same time? Like, that's just 
it's tough. You got it. Cause like Matt Liner is a good looking guy, but like, he's not, he is the personality of like a carrot. Like, I don't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if he's <laughs> right. not talking football, I don't know what else he's going to talk about. So right. like, yeah. Yeah. Like you're the, right. Yeah. And then like Dan Orlovsky is like really good. <laughs> yeah. Really good as an analyst, but he's oh, yeah. just a, you know, fine looking guy. Yeah. He has fine a window guy who should be hosting <laughs> the bachelor in the bachelorette, not Jesse Palmer. Who's been on it and hosts everything else under the sun already? It's uh, like if you had no idea you were watching, if you had no knew nothing about The Bachelor, and you turned it on and you saw whatever the whoever The Bachelor is and Jesse Palmer standing st- side by side, you'd think Jesse Palmer would be The Bachelor like nine times out of ten, thousand percent. <laughs> Depending on how they they start the show, if the first person you see is Jesse Palmer talking, like wow. This is how this goes. The bachelor like talks his way through this whole thing. (laughs) Wow. That's cool. That's how you style. I like this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, if you could host any reality show, Dan, what would you host? Which one would be yours? I think it's a really, really interesting question. Um, I think I would go with, I do love American Idol. I've always loved American Idol. I, I mean, I, I don't watch it anymore, but I used to for a long time. Seacrest is the goat at that gig, but I think I'd enjoy America's Got Talent. Uh, I think I want to go America's Got Talent because the variety of acts, you don't have to be super serious as a host most of the time or <laughs> ever, <laughs> basically, yeah. unless there's some like story associated with one of the contestants, but you know, like Terry Crews is doing it now, right? We've had Nick Cannon do it before. They've had like everybody and you don't have to be a super professional host. You can kind of be goofy. You meet all these wild and crazy talented people. You've got the weirdest panel of judges to deal with. Um, and you're dealing with that live crowd. That's exciting a, a lot. So I think that would be my first overall choice is America's got talent. Nice. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Just because that's just the fun. That's got to just be a fun job to have. Yeah. There's just too yeah. many, there's so many things going on and you just are like, what the hell? And I feel like most of them are like, that's a talent. What the hell? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So no, right. that's fun. Um, The amazing race for me, that's the show that I want to host because he just gets to do really cool things. Like he just, does, and he just, all he has to do is talk about what they're doing. <laughs> and this lady go so you get to travel the world you get right. to talk about all the hard shit that these people are doing you do it in a cool way all these cool setup shots and then you don't have to do that <laughs> <laughs> yes like you don't have to do any of that i feel like the hardest part about that job is like the day that you have to wait for people to come in so you're just kind of like chilling in the same spot for like 12 hours as people like as the teams like come in then you tell somebody that you know they finish last and they have to go home but yeah right. that's yeah that's the one for me because that just sounds like you get to do the best part of the amazing race and that's just travel with all these people and then you don't have to do any of the shit that makes them all want to kill their friends no yeah you're absolutely right amazing race is a great one the travel involved with it that's i had that on my list as one of the ones as well uh, one that's maybe a little bit sneakier and you know, you can call it a, it's still a reality show competition show lip sync battle. Is that show <laughs> even still on L O cool J that's a great hosting gig. It's probably the easiest one in the world. Uh, so give me lip sync battle. If that's still going on. <laughs> 
sync battle. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> the next one that I, the next one that I had, uh, what the next one that I had was uh, American Idol. Also, that's the one that I had next because, like, that show's just. I mean, I, like, I would even do it now. Like, it's just, it, it's just, you get to be so dramatic on that show mm-hmm. because, like, singers are so dramatic and they're so, and like, you just get to just be dramatic and the lights and all the stuff. Right. Just, Ryan is the goat. So like there's no beef with Ryan with me. No. Good. Jesse Palmer. Yeah, Cuz he's like 5'3", so you don't have any issues. <laughs> is he 5'3"? I don't even know. How he's tall. short, dude. He's yeah, I bet you he's there's no way he's taller than 5'7". <laughs> there's no way. Did you have any others? Um this one I have yeah, so to so be covered American Idol. Um the only other one that it's not it's Technically a reality show, but I, I went outside the lines a okay. little bit here and it, you know, it's not a contestant show. It's not a competition show, but it's still considered a reality show. Give me diners, drivers and dives. <laughs> you can take a week off guy. Let me slide in there. Diners, drivers and dives. We're going to, you know, that call that reality television that needs a host and triple D is the one for me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, another thing that I had here is like, it, I'm, I'm stretching a little bit here is like, I just want to host like the reunion shows of reality shows. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> because all these people are so charged up. They're all because it's a mix of like trying to make the moment so they can be more famous. And then also like having this animosity towards people. And yeah. then the host is always just like throwing softballs. It was right. like, well, when she said that, why did you throw the drink on her? And then <laughs> shit just happens. And you're just like, oh, literally, like most of the time I'm watching, like a, you watch one of these things on like, whether it's 90 Day Fiance or one of the housewife shows. Oh, it's just like, this says why? And then shit just goes down. And you're yeah. just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not really working that hard. No. You're not really working hard. You just have to know exactly like what word to say that is going to make that's going word. to set you them off. Trigger word question. That's it. You're good. You just need a trigger word. That's all yeah. you need. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, Ryan Seacrest exactly five seven. So oh. there you go. Okay. Short. Short <laughs> um, but I do think, in terms of the worst ones, I think the Bachelor and the Bachelorette is probably one of the worst ones to do because of you are putting up with a lot of drama. Yeah, constantly. There's not a whole lot of. It's just even the rose ceremony. It's all just like drama, and you're having to deal with that. You're for the most part, you're in one location the whole time in that same house. You know, not a whole lot of excitement there. So that's probably for a guy like Chris Harrison, not a great choice for Jesse Palmer. He's gonna have the time of his life. Yeah, uh, but that can be tough. And I think Survivor is bad too. Jeff Probst have been doing oh. it forever. But unlike the amazing, you know, like the amazing race, there's travel, but you're not going to anywhere good or interesting. Or I know they have probably have him up. What he's either on a boat, he's on a big yacht that he stays on, or they've got some huge tent and VIP accommodations for Jeff Probst whenever he's traveling to do Survivor. But like, still, it's always hot, gross. The people are gross, (laughs) mostly dealing with that. Um, yeah, Survivor's not, it's not a good one to host. No, Survivor is the worst one to host because you just, you go to a place and you're just there. Like yeah. you don't go, you don't, you literally don't go anywhere 
and these people are like trying to win I, like and there's nothing there's just nothing in that for you where like no. the bachelor which i mean great gig but my my problem with that show would be having to care because <laughs> if there's anything about chris harrison that like he did so well with that job was like you're like you'd be watching like the finale special thing and you're like oh my god you actually care about this shit yeah. <laughs> you really care about these people like holy yeah. crap and i would just be like i i couldn't fake that like i gave a shit about what about these people like i'm right. not saying i wouldn't have fun i'm saying like i just when you get down to these like real conversations about these people who fell in love and got engaged in six weeks or whatever and some of them came in three weeks in so really they got engaged in like three weeks and you're just like how am i i mean come on like yeah. how am i supposed to believe this but like he does and i you're right i don't know how he did it but that yeah. would be the hardest part about that job. Jesse Palmer is going to be tested. He's going <laughs> to be tested because he hasn't had to care much for the stuff that he's hosted. So we'll see if he can get to another <laughs> level here. <laughs> All right, Dan, let's get into National Coffee Day. And uh, this Folgers thing, I need you to explain this to me because I have no idea what's going on. Yes. So ironically, in time for National Coffee Day, cheers to all the coffee drinkers out there, by the way. Um, Folgers is in the midst of selling the rights to their jingle. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. We've all heard it time and time again. So the bidding started this week at $63,000, and there have already been 16 bids. Okay, Currently, it stands at, uh, as we're speaking right now, 70700 is the bid. And it actually, the bidding ends... Uh, this week, I think actually by the time you're listening to this, the bidding may have ended, but um, just for some background on whether or not this is a good investment, okay? Royalties in the past 12 months for this jingle paid uh, $11,000. Um, and since 2011 has earned a total of $38,000. So the winning bidder will own the share of all public performance royalties for the song. So anytime that it's played uh, in a commercial, on TV, in a movie, uh, traditional satellite radio, plus any internet streaming, you receive royalty from that. So pretty decent long-term investment here for the Folgers jingle. What do you, what do you, what do you think? Is this, would you bid on the Folgers jingle for a long-term investment for you here? Do you think there's enough money to be made? You gotta have. I don't know. It's like I feel like you have to spend more money on top of the bid to get your money back because, mm-hmm. like, you have to then have Taylor Swift sing the jingle <laughs> and put it on right. Spotify, and then you'll make all your money back quickly. But you have to pay Taylor Swift to do it. You know what I mean? Or you have to pay Ariana Grande to do it or one of these signature voices that we have out here to Mm -hmm. do it. It's a great point. Like it would be smart for one of them to buy it. Like it would be smart for like any musician to buy it and be like, yeah, I'm now, I own the Folgers thing. It's my voice on, I'm going to sing the Folgers song and I'm going to make that money on it. Cause like genius, you're right. That's that's where the play is, is, is that that's how you make your money back. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's the way to go. And it's not like, I don't think it's unreasonably priced. No, it's not unreasonably priced. Right. Mm -mm. But you have, because you have to do something like that to get people to listen to it. 
because it's the Folgers jingle. So like, I don't know how Folgers would make a comeback in any way, whatever, but like (laughs) you, some, you would have to do something else to get Folgers to like, to get the jingle back on. And I don't yeah, know it feels like they're they're hanging it, they're they're retiring it if they're selling yeah. the rights to it. Why else are they doing that? Yeah, and it's like if somebody wants to do something with it, cool. That's why I, I really think this is this is a big opportunity for for uh, someone to invest in themselves. Maybe it's somebody smaller. I don't know, but like somebody has to do that. But you already have to have the money to make somebody else sing it, yeah, or buy it yourself, Ariana Grande, and sing the Folgers jingle. That's a great idea. I love that. Too bad we didn't come up with a, there's got to be a coffee shop idea with the song and the title that we could do. Well, if we want to keep the safe version, um, uh, coffee in the morning. Oh yeah. Miguel. Miguel. Yeah. That'd be an inter- that would be an interesting coffee shop. Opens right. at like 9 PM. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right next to Cake by the Ocean. They kind of work hand in hand. Yes, hand in hand. <laughs> kind of work hand in hand. It's yeah, perfect. but you're right. And it had me thinking about jingles. Like, are, yeah, are they trying to get rid of this jingle? It's been around for a long time, right? And I don't know if it's being used on commercial. I don't watch. It's probably dur- played during the day during yeah. soap operas and stuff like that where I'm not watching TV from one to three or something like that. But like jingles are having a kind of a comeback, and a lot of companies are using jingles again. Um, there's actually a genius one on right now. I think it's, oh, I think it's an insurance company. Or something. It's probably everything's an insurance company, right? That has a jingle. <laughs> um, but uh, NJM, and they're it actually stands for something else, but they're saying it stands for no jingles or mascots, <laughs> and all their commercials are about cheesy jingles and mascots. And I think it's amazing. I think it's really good. But <laughs> aside from that, if if you had to invest in a jingle, if you could purchase the rights to any jingle that's out there right now, new one, old one, anything like that, or any that come to mind to you that you want to be like, yeah, this is going to be, I'm going to have the the rights to this jingle, do whatever I want to it, and make money off of it. Oh my God. My baloney has the first name. Like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> like that's the one yeah that's the one and i'm i don't know who i am uh and maybe meg the stallion i don't know something but i'm having her do something with my baloney has a first name wow i don't know what but yeah. we're doing something with it and we're gonna make all of our money back that's a great one that- yeah. <laughs> that's too good <laughs> um chilies baby back ribs i want my baby back back yeah come on and you could do a lot with that too you get some artists to collaborate with that one that one will never get old they don't use it enough but it'll never get old chilies what are you doing come on is that so is that the conversation we're having how do we get these jingles back because jingles are such an important thing and also i think um television theme songs were so important too yes up until probably like i don't know 10 years ago or whatever probably streaming has more to do with that than anything but like we're watching them watch the morning show on apple on apple tv plus and they have this like long intro right that you just don't see in shows anymore and it it like and they the show would come back after two years because of pandemic or whatever Mm -hmm. and we watched it i was like it just felt good to hear the intro for you see anything else 
the intro goes and it's not like an intro in the middle it's just like it feels good mm-hmm. god yes yeah no, you're right yeah there are certain we've actually restarted started re-watching entourage oh and the <laughs> yeah, intros yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah! <laughs> I love that. I love that song. I absolutely love that song. I don't know what it is, <laughs> who it is. I've never but, looked it up one time. Right. No idea. When we watched it, it was on when we were in high school. That was always, you know, you, that was, you would always have to listen to that and watch that. You couldn't skip over intros like you can now on Netflix and stuff like that. And when we're rewatching it, Shannon's like, aren't you going to skip the intro? I'm like, no, not this one. <laughs> So every time now she knows we don't skip the intro on Entourage. But you're right for shows. That's a really great point too. We need more of that to come back. Some of these like all-time great jingles. Um, Subway five dollar foot long. Oh, five dollar like, foot long. That one was worth a lot. That <laughs> one was worth a lot. Now the foot longs are like eleven dollars. <laughs> Even on a special, but like, do they even do ones. that anymore? Like, they even because they even try to make a foot long five dollars ever because that was such a thing. And then it was like, wait, subway foot longs are like eight dollars now. Yeah, They're like, oh, wait, we're not making any money doing this. Um, <laughs> now they have to do the subway refresh. Um, Empire Floors 800 580 to 300 Empire today. I mean. So, classics right <laughs> classics uh my favorite though and i honestly i think this is like such a jam cars for kids one eight wow. seven seven cars wow. for kids oh my god that you like jingle, that that's the, to me that's the best jingle possibly ever made cars for kids oh my gosh it i can't believe you think that incredible like if you just that song would just stay in my head all day long all day long cars Ugh. for kids <laughs> that was rough for me. I oh, and I yeah, know it word for word, and it's oh yeah. The, the TV commercials with it are bad too. Oh, with the kids, kids playing, playing. Yeah. Oh yeah, like completely <laughs> offbeat. It's like, did you guys even have a song playing when you guys were yeah, doing this? Right, but. right. Oh boy, oh boy. Um, you've got other giants, McDonald's. I'm loving it. Yeah, but up, 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 by that one was is pro- that there. That's one you'd make a lot of money on right now because they're still using yeah. that thing. Yeah. Um, Kit Kat, give me a break. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's a good one. That's a good um, one. And then Man. literally every insurance agency. Well, literally yeah. everyone. Whose is the best and whose is the worst? So we've got State Farm, like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. Uh, Nationwide. Nationwide is on yeah. your side. Liberty Mutual's new one. Liberty, 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 liberty. Or farmers, we are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. You got a, you got a favorite and a least favorite out of that group right there. Well, the least favorite is farmers. Like it's just the worst. They may have the best commercials though, but they have the worst yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. and jingle. <laughs> like we are farmers. It's like no, just you ruin your commercials by doing that. What did they turn down before they accepted that? one being like that's the jingle that's the one what, what did they turn down before those listen you are in marketing and i've been in a lot of meetings where people had to make decisions like this and like i don't even know what i'm like it whatever it was it was really bad there might yeah. have been one good one one good one that you're like that everybody wanted but then like your boss was like no nah, no nah, this is the one yeah this is <laughs> this is the one for sure i think that with the liberty mutual one too when yeah. i first heard it because that one's a little bit newer they just repeat liberty, 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 liberty. 
first time I heard that, I'm thinking, what are they doing? What is this? This is an absolutely terrible idea. And now it's just, you hear it and it's just ingrained in the commercial. And now it's just a part of it. And it's literally just saying the first word of their name. I think it's, Ooh, that one's a little, that was, that one's pretty rough too. Just think about how pissed you had to be. Like you, you had like, it's, it's jingle day and at Liberty and the person comes up and like, that's the jingle. And everyone's like laughing. They're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. They're going to pick that one. Sure. And then like, you just right. made this jingle that talks about like the, the, the United States of America talks about whatever. It's got this really quick, catchy line. You're like, Oh my mm-hmm. God, this is amazing. Liberty, freedom, Liberty. <laughs> And they're like, yep, good job, Joanne. You got it. Liberty, 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 Liberty. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> just think about that. Not you, be know, serious. you know, on Jingle Day at Liberty on that yeah. day, like there were mad people that were like super pissed because like Absolutely. Joanne just like came in and was like. Did the goofiest thing ever. Done. And that's the one they picked. And I was on every commercial. Yeah. Jingles are out there, man. Klondike, yeah. what would you do for oh, a Klondike bar? Yeah. I mean, you start people to think, shaving their eyebrows and shaving things on those commercials right now. Wacky. Yeah. Wacky. Right. Wow. Yeah. Um, but there was a survey put out. Um, I think this was, this was this year, uh, quality, quality logo products, uh, has a, a blog about it, but it's the America's best remembered jingles. And actually one that we mentioned came in first Nationwide, nationwide insurance, nationwide is on your side, came in first as the most remembered jingle, followed by I'm loving it from McDonald's at two. Ricola came in at three. Genius. Genius just, jingle. Just um surprising ones to round out the, the top five here. Snap crackle pop rice krispies. Okay. Came in at number four. Uh, and then uh, they're magically delicious by Lucky Charms came in at number five. So okay. those jingles are good. SpaghettiOs is on here list. Campbell's, uh, the old Toys R Us one. Uh, one of the worst. Every kiss begins with K. If you ask me, Chia from Chia Pet. I mean, wow, this list goes on. Huggies, mommy, wow, I'm a big kid now. Holy shit. It's just so awkward to read. Oh man, the clapper. Uh too many good ones. I wish Dude, we could go on and the on. The clapper. On. Whoa. That right? That should make one. a comeback. Sell that. Yeah. That'd be I'd invest in the clapper. The clapper. Because I feel like those commercials would be a huge hit right now. Yeah. Yeah. So like and screw you could... screw your Google uh lights and your Google phone, just <laughs> the clapper and you're done. <laughs> Dude. And that there is a great line in uh what industry baby by Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow where the music stops and he claps three times. Right. That's it right there. Yeah. That's it. it. Jingles, that's man. It. They're still around. They're still, they're still alive. <laughs> Dude, bring up, bring more back. We need more jingles. We Let's need go. more jingles. Yeah. More jingles. more jingles and more TV show intro songs, theme yes. songs. Give us those back. Yes. Oh, speaking of Entourage, before we get to well, what we're listening to, how's the rewatch going of Entourage? <laughs> Because we tried to do that and it didn't go too far. We probably will end up doing it more, but like it, there's, we were wild in 2004. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're into season two right now. And it's, there are certainly a fair share of uncomfortable moments watching it. 
yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's not quite. I, I thought I was going to get more enjoyment out of it. It's still a good TV show, but you have to put yourself in that mind frame. Mm-hmm. And boy, have we come a long, long way yes. <laughs> since then. So, yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. It's a, it's it's eyebrow raising for sure. Yeah, there's this I, there's an episode in season one where Jessica Alba, which who is a billionaire off of baby products now is trying to set her friend up to have sex with Vince the whole episode, trying to mm-hmm. get her friend drunk to have sex with Vince. Yeah. And it is the most uncomfortable thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in the world. <laughs> that's a show that's not standing the, a test of the test of time too well. And as we go further into the future, that's going to be a harder and harder rewatch. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rough. <laughs> let's get into what we're listening to dan what are you listening to this week man so first one for me is a truck a a truck yeah a big truck (laughs) okay um a big a track that just dropped on tuesday of this week so just a a few days ago uh paris of course why the hell not i mean i'm gonna put them on the playlist every time they release a song they got their photos right over my shoulder it's gonna happen and we don't expect anything less dan good good all right we know we all know we all know we have our zones here we know what chris has his zone i have a zone your zone isn't as bad but i've got a zone there (laughs) with with paris and as long as they keep releasing great songs I'm putting them on the playlist. So it's called Burn It All Down, but this is actually newly released for League of Legends, the online oh, yeah. game, uh, whatever. There's a soundtrack, something, I don't know, uh, that has to do with the video game. So it's kind of released for that. The song Burn It, it All Down is very thematic and kind of powerful, and it is certainly written for uh, a video game or even a movie. It still has that kind of new era Paris sound, which is mostly electro and synth now, uh, but doesn't really stray away too much from the alternative roots. So I think it's a banger. It's really good uh, and a very cool thing that they've done with this uh, gaming online gaming community. So burn it all down from Paris. Love it. Uh, Alessia Cara just put out her album in the meantime. I am a huge Alessia Cara fan. And I love this album and it's just really good. If you like Alessia Cara, you like really deep songwriting coming from girl's perspective. I really love it. Uh, there's a song called Box in the Ocean that I really like um, because it's basically just about, you know, holding things in, not opening up in a relationship. And uh, it's just a really good song. So check it out. Alessia Cara, Box in the Ocean. She's great, man. She's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do it. I'm putting Coldplay and BTS on the playlist. My universe. <laughs> Well, boy, when I saw this collaboration, I thought, what in the holy hell is this going to sound like? And honestly, there aren't many artists or groups that can have BTS as the feature in True. the song, right? That can say, go to BTS and be like, hey, we want to feature on a song. And they're like, who are you? Like, no. Do you see any streams we have? So Coldplay, one of those groups, right, that, that has the weight to be able to do something like that. So um, it's not some super you know, dancey track, which I thought maybe was going to go that way based on some of the singles Coldplay's released already. And BTS has been on an absolute roll with that, but it's still really, really good. Uh, it's still a really good song. It's getting a good lot of my, or a lot of radio play right now uh, in anticipation for Coldplay's album being dropped on October 15th. Uh, I know they're very, you know, people either love Coldplay or they hate them. There's no in between. They're kind of polarizing, but 
I dig this song, My Universe from Coldplay and The Good Boys of Butter, BTS. <laughs> nice. The restaurant. The restaurant we're talking <laughs> about, not the song. The restaurant. Yeah. Uh, did you see Billie Eilish and uh, Phineas singing Fix You with Coldplay? Yeah. No. Fix You. Yeah, uh, Golden Citizen, uh, the Global Citizens Festival, that big thing they do yeah. every year. Uh, yeah, they came Ooh. out at the, like the end of Coldplay set. I believe it was, yeah, I believe it was Fix You. Yeah, it was Fix You. Yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, and, of all time. and Billie that's... Eilish and Phineas come out and yeah. sing it with Ooh, them. awesome. Yeah. I got to check that. It's pretty sweet. Um, In the time I missed last week, I put Dead Right Now on the playlist, but Lil Nas X's album, Montero, is the album of the year. A lot wow. of albums we've been talking wow. about this year. This I'm isn't even you know. the brunchies, and you're coming out already. I'm letting you know right now. That, and hey, lots can happen in the next, I guess, three months, but probably not. This is the album yeah. of the year. I I can't believe it. I don't know what I wanted, what I expected from Little Nas X's debut album to happen. I didn't know, but like this is so good. And it came out at the perfect time, honestly, because we had the bloated Drake and Kanye albums. You know, we've had a lot of people not release albums, just release singles. Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack. Where the fuck is the album? <laughs> like, I'm so pissed. Right. Like, where the where is the album? Like, honestly, where's the album? Um, but he puts this project out. 15 songs. There's a beginning, a middle, an end. It is very digestible. I think it's like 40 minutes long, 43 minutes long, something like that. And it is so freaking good and i just want to put on this playlist uh uh sun goes down i'm gonna put on there and i'm gonna put scoop on there which i think is gonna be a huge hit but like it, this album's just super good like shouts to Lil yeah. X. like really good as fun and as funny as he is and all that like this album's like pretty serious mm-hmm. at certain points and it's very light at certain points very deep at certain points it's just people can still put out an album you don't have to bloat it with a billion songs and he did it so Right. Shouts to him. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It really is. Definitely a, a, a nominee yes. for sure. Uh, speaking of albums, we're waiting for them to come out. What's up with this new Kendrick project? I'm here. I've been teasing it for so long, this new style and whatever he's going to do, but nothing. Nothing. What's going on, man? Nothing. Man. <laughs> we're waiting. We're waiting. Um, last one I have is... I'm keeping it true Chris Gates style. We're going to go to a throwback this week, but not one that anybody knows. So it'll sound new to everybody. Um, and I saw this, I th- or I thought of this because I saw a new song that came out this past week by the, the this very name, the name of the band. There was a song released called Magic Man, and it made me think, wait a minute, that's my band. The band Magic Man. Um so they existed for, they, they didn't really have a long history. And that's why nobody knows who they are. They were only around from like 2012 to 2016, uh, put out one album, a couple EPs. Uh, and then after 2016, they kind of had some member changes and they were trying to fill some, some gaps in and still doing some tours and stuff like that. And then when it was just the two founding members left, they decided to kind of hang it up, go their separate waves, do other things, which bummed me out big time because I absolutely loved this band. Uh, was able to lucky enough to be able to see them live in that small window that they were around. They're incredible live. Um, so their 2014 album before the waves is just amazing front to back. Um, it, it, one of my favorite songs off of that is called Paris. That might be a song that some people have actually heard before. Probably the one that got the most radio play, but it's also one of my favorites. Uh, again, the, uh, the, the group magic man, I'm going to throw Paris on the playlist this week. Nice. 
I like it. I like it. I can't wait to hear it. And I've probably heard it before. We'll see. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, last one I want to put on the playlist is um, the Jonas Brothers put out a new song, Who's in Your Head. This song's pretty great. I I feel like if there's anyone who doesn't need to be trying this hard to put out good music, it's the Jonas Brothers. Like, what's the mm-hmm. point? They don't really need to. But man, they are making some of the best goddamn pop music. Like, period. Honestly. And it is just, the hooks are insanely catchy. Everything, I don't, like, it all started when they came back with Sucker. And it's just, anytime they drop music, it is just a great digestible pop song that you're going to like i'm sure we're gonna hear the song for like four months like it's just Mm -hmm. gonna be playing everywhere like this song is just another earworm by the jonas brothers like shouts to them like yeah who's in your head yeah they didn't have to come back together to form the jonas brothers again but kind of glad they did because the music they're putting out is kind of unbelievable uh just a final note from chris he wants florida university on the playlist (laughs) again based on some intertexting amongst the group. So that's Chris's (laughs) contribution for this week, but it'll still be a great playlist. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, Dan, any final thoughts, man? You're on the brunch breakdown. Um, Anybody wants to get going on actual cake by the ocean cafe, bowling for soup, limp biscuits, limpy, unlimpy biscuits, uh, hit us up at brunch breakdown. We are ready to invest and got the construction team ready. And uh, yeah, uh, Bologna, B-O-L-O-G-N-A by Meg the Stallion coming soon. Right. (laughs) That's the brunch breakdown. We're out.